Episode 29, Understanding the Difference Between Thoughts, Stories, and Facts for a More Joy-Filled Life. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, grew a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, health, purpose, love and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self Mastery and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Midlife friends, welcome back to the podcast today. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so honored every single time you show up, and I love sharing all this information with you. So it is just a perfect fall day here. Finn, Finley, our puppy, who is really growing, you guys, I can't believe how fast she's grown. I hope she doesn't grow anymore, but she and I have been enjoying this fall weather. We've been for a walk. I try and take her once a day kind of out in the desert with the side-by-side so she can just run and get some of that peppy energy out of her, but she loves her life and she should. She's very spoiled and kind of naughty sometimes. I have to be honest. She's a little bit naughty especially when she doesn't think the attention is on her and it should be. So she and I have been enjoying this fall day and that's kind of my fin update for you. I haven't updated you on Finley the puppy for a long time. So today we're going to dive into an important aspect of our minds and perceptions and that is story and thoughts versus facts. So in my coaching programs, one of the most powerful and basic concepts I teach my clients is the difference between their thoughts and their stories and facts. Just understanding this can be so life-changing. I remember when I was first learning all of this material and how life-changing that was for me to know that everything I was thinking wasn't actually a fact. So understanding the difference brings so much awareness and perspective, and it is a crucial skill on the journey to self-mastery and a joy-filled life. So let's start with thoughts. Our thoughts are interpretations, evaluations, or judgments that we make about ourselves and the people and the world around us. Our thoughts are influenced by our beliefs, past experiences, and our emotional state. Facts, on the other hand, are objective and verifiable pieces of information. Okay, They're not based on how we feel emotionally or past experiences. I like to tell my clients that facts can be proven in a court of law. They are what everyone or nearly every single person would agree on. So I want you to imagine this. You're walking down the street and someone you know walks by without greeting you. The fact that they passed you without saying hello, 
your thought might be, they must be upset with me. They're being rude. What's their problem? What did I do wrong? Okay, all of those are just your thoughts about them, about the situation. The thought is an interpretation. It's not a fact. So recognizing this distinction is powerful, as I said. It helps us separate what truly is happening from our own interpretations of it. It allows us to choose how we react to situations based on facts rather than assumptions. So here are a few more common examples of thoughts. Remember, these are thoughts. It's cold outside. It's hot outside. This is expensive. My kids are difficult. My husband doesn't care. Okay, all of those are just thoughts. They're interpretations of a circumstance that's happening. Now let's look at some facts. It's 95 degrees out. That's a fact. We can confirm that, right? It's 28 degrees out. This item is $50. My husband walked out the door. Okay, those are facts. Now that you guys have an idea about the difference between fact and thought, I want to bring in story. Now a story is just a more extensive version of your thoughts. It is a lot of thoughts compiled together that create a story. Stories are the narratives that we create around the facts in our lives. They are interpretations of events, people, or situations based on our unique perspective, based on our experiences, our unique experiences, and our beliefs. Stories give meanings to facts. We can interpret them and we give them the facts meaning, okay, and they influence how we perceive ourselves in the world. And our perception of ourselves is pretty important, wouldn't you agree? So we create our lives mostly with our minds. We often believe our stories so deeply that we think that they are facts when they are not. I still catch myself thinking a thought or telling a story to myself or others as if it is a fact when it isn't. And you know what? That's okay because we're all human and we just are out to have an awareness of this so that we can slow it all down and see the truth here. Find out what is going to serve us best. Now, identifying and understanding the patterns of your life is much easier from an outside perspective. That is why I have a coach and that's why clients hire me all the time. From my outside perspective and knowledge and my skill in helping them find and understand their why behind the patterns they have in their life so that they can change it, right? Because when we have an awareness, sometimes easier to change things, right? Most of the time. And I can more easily see the why behind the pattern or what they're doing, their actions, than they can. So I want to look at an example of a story, okay? This is a story from a coaching client a long time ago, a while back, but I hear variations of this a lot. And it goes like this. This, it's just exhausting, you know? I come home after a long day, juggling my own job, managing the household and caring for the kids. And where is he? In the garage in his own world, seemingly oblivious to the chaos and struggle that I am facing every day in this house. He never offers to help or share the burden with the kids. It's just as if my efforts don't matter. It's as if I'm expected to handle everything alone. I see other couples and it seems 
like a shared responsibility in their household and they keep things running smoothly. But here I'm the one doing it all. The dishes are piled up, the laundry creeps keeps growing, and the repairs remain untouched. I long for somebody who's actively going to participate in maintaining our home and easing the load. I've tried to talk to him and express my feelings and frustrations, but it's like talking to a wall. Either he brushes it off or he promises to help but never follows through, and it hurts. It feels like my needs in our home are just not a priority to him. I'm feeling resentful and overwhelmed. It's affecting our relationship, and I can't help but wonder if he truly cares about us. It feels like I'm slowly drowning in responsibilities. I'm suffocated by the feeling of being neglected in my own home. I just wish he would step up and be the partner that I thought I had. All right, that's pretty intense story, right? There's a lot of really strong language in that story. But after she got this far, I stopped her story and I asked her to just retell the story stating only the facts. And she struggled, right? Because this whole thing was new to her as well. And she pretty much retold the story to me the same way. And I reminded her that the facts are what everyone would agree on. So in the end, these were the facts. She goes to work. She talked to him. She comes home. She cares for the kids. Okay. Everything else in this whole thing is a story. And for her, it was a very painful story. And every time she continued to tell it, what she was doing was she was just continuing to punish herself with the story over and over again. And how do you imagine that was having, what kind of impact do you imagine that was having on their relationship? It probably was not making it stronger, right? When you keep telling a story, you continue to find evidence for it. And it becomes more solidified and coded into your DNA. This client's husband was in the garage and she interpreted as he's in his own world. And that may not be true, right? When I asked her, what do you think it means that he's in the garage? What else could it mean besides that he's in his own world? Okay. She said that it could mean that he was struggling too. Okay. There's lots of other ways to interpret facts, right? Him being in the garage to her meant he's just in his own world. But to him, she admitted it could have meant that he was struggling too. Or she also said that he could have been working on a project that was actually contributing to the household. So we want to think about how we're interpreting these facts, right? And what other possible ways we could be interpreting them? What other ways might feel better? So I reminded her that yes, her original story could 100% be true. But which story served her better? Was it the story she originally told me? Or was it the story that she kind of had a different perspective on after we talked about this for a little bit? And she said the story that... I'm not looking at the one that I've changed my perspective on. Okay. She acknowledged that that's the one that's going to serve her and her marriage better. And I asked her which one would make the relationship better. Okay. I asked her what it would feel like to let the facts be facts and to not make a story around them. What would it be like 
to have the fact my husband was in the garage without the whole story. Okay. Because without the story, the fact doesn't hurt us. It's only when we put the interpretation in there that we feel hurt or that she felt hurt and resentment. So how can we apply this more in our daily lives? First, start by becoming more aware of your thoughts and your stories, right? We talked about this over and over again, how key awareness is to our overall life satisfaction. When you catch yourself making assumptions or interpretations, pause and ask, is this a fact or is this my interpretation? Notice how the fact feels without the story, okay? Challenge your thoughts with evidence and consider alternative perspectives. Notice how you're creating your own pain or your own happiness by how you choose to interpret the facts and make sure you're doing it with a clean heart with not not any guilt because when we have all that guilt about, oh, I should have done it this way, I should have done it that way, that's not useful either, right? We just want to become conscious of the stories that we tell us or tell it ourselves, okay? Notice the reoccurring narratives and how they affect your feelings and actions. Question your stories and choose the ones that serve you best. Okay? And again, practice self-compassion. Be gentle with yourself when you discover unhelpful stories. Just acknowledge them without self-judgment and work towards fostering a kinder narrative to yourself. Remember, you guys, that our thoughts are malleable we can change them. Okay. They're like clay. We can mold them. We can shape them. They're not fixed. Embrace the power to reshape your thoughts in a way that serves your well-being and aligns with your goals. Who you're being, your personality is malleable too. Okay. You are capable of changing. Understanding the distinction between thoughts, stories, and facts is crucial for your well-being and your emotional well-being, and personal growth. It empowers you to question and reframe the narratives that you are constructing, and it ensures that they align with your true potential, your true self and aspirations, and what is going to serve you best in your life. Now, that's what I have for today. I want you guys to think about how you can start to just ask yourself, is this true? Hey, we just want to slow down this whole process and ask yourself, is this true? Because by mastering this art of discerning stories and thoughts from facts, you can create a narrative that is going to uplift and guide you toward a fulfilling and joyful life. So that's what I have today. Thank you for joining me. I love it that you're here with me and that you're on this road, that you're on this road in this path of growth. And if you're ready to harness the potential within you and turn it into a life of joy and purpose, then come and join us in Midlife Mastery Club now and take charge of your destiny. Dive deep into the transformative concepts discussed in this podcast and in other podcasts. And let's sculpt a life that resonates with your heart's desires. Don't wait. Your journey to mastery and to a life you love living begins here. So head over to JanelleMinto.com to join. And if you have any questions, please email them to me at Janelle at JanelleJJAI.com. All right. We'll talk to you next week. 
I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy, Self-Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review. And we can help even more people just like you. Now, go out and live your limitless life.